Welcome back to CCRPG. Uh, in the first recording of today's session, uh, we saw that the uh, DBC crew uh, has gotten together, discussed some connections that Rock may have had before joining the crew and what that means for the group as this new dangerous contract is now on the table. Uh, the crew has decided to accept the contract and is now en route to the meeting place for the Aster Uprising in order to take place, uh, take part, that is, in the brief before the operation and uh, to kind of get everyone's uh, get everyone's uh, information all coordinated on exactly what the mission is and what everyone's responsibilities are. Uh, you all left Moot um, after spending a night on system lockdown because uh, you were a little worried that Comet may have uh, compromised the ship, compromised or the ship or no something. You know, um, <laughs> but no, things seem like they're okay as far as you're aware. Um, and yeah, uh, you all uh, have decided to take a slight detour out of your way. Uh, on the way to the destination, just to make sure you weren't followed. You're being exceptionally careful. We also turned off our communication systems for the whole trip. That is right. Uh, you're currently receiving and sending no messages. Um, so yeah, on this on this long kind of voyage through the void, uh, what do you guys get up to over this like five-day trip? Um, Dine would like to complete the uh the work on his zf4 stabilizer project that he's been holding off okay yeah absolutely you have gathered all the materials you <clears throat> need to um so all it will require now is you to spend your downtime action to do it yep that's that's what he's going to focus on he's going to work with uh, artemis and caster and uh finish working on and completing the system why don't you why don't you <clears throat> give us a picture of what that looks like a little bit what is it that uh dine is actually doing here to kind of solidify some of the hypotheses he had about how to improve this system um basically the way that i see it is um with the help of now two ais um the two ais work it, he basically created a system to allow them to work in concert to manage the output of the gun to optimal levels so that when the the gun fires, he doesn't basically get thrown off target. Gotcha. So they're so they're okay. not compensating for the the recoil from the massive gun. As okay. Much. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. Uh, when you say now that I have two AIs, uh, it just brings to mind immediately the picture of the guy failing to hold all of the oranges. I'm just imagining yeah. you getting more and more AIs. It's like I can't hold all these AIs. I actually think of the guy with with the two kids on leashes, who's just trying to keep both of them in check, and like they're going two different directions. Well, well luckily, I have to keep one of them in check. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we know what Dine is up to. He is basically heads down on the way there, kind of spending the time kind of off the registry, doing some personal work to his Mac. You get down the the equipment, you load up the harnesses, uh, you get the, the scaffolding set up around your Mac, and you just start getting to work on your solid core, getting getting them improvements all, all worked in. 
Uh, who's next? Who else wants to uh, get something accomplished on this trip? I can uh, go. I mean, I'm just going to do the flight stuff, but like when I'm going to the wrong point, like the, the opposite way or whatever, because um, I'm going a roundabout way, um, I want to turn back on our communications things for like just a little bit. One, to check to see if we received anything, and two, because I don't care if someone sees us when we're going the wrong way. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, so, uh, Rock. You would either do so without Astra's knowledge, um, or uh, uh, Astra wouldn't want you to do this, basically. So, if, if, you, tell, if you tell Astro, he's going to say no. Rock is a big boy. <laughs> he doesn't need no Astro's help. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, is it difficult for me to turn back on? It is. It is not difficult. Uh, you have control over operations in the cockpit. Yeah. Then, I, but then you just I, do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't ask Astro for his opinion. So. Okay. Well, it's it's not, not so much that he, it's not so much that he went against your orders, Astro. It's just he didn't think to ask for them. <laughs> received it. Yeah, a minor quibble. It wasn't an opinion he was offering. It was an order. But you know, <laughs> different strokes. All right. So, um, interesting. Hey, Rock. Uh, I am going to ask you to roll a buy some time. <sighs> roll a buy some time. Yes, okay. as a downtime action. Uh, uh, I don't you know can, what modifiers, can, if any. That, but... That's the thing, is like you can use triggers and whatnot. Um, what you're doing is basically kind of trying to send your like this is where i'm going off track a little bit you know it's it's a it's a sort of you know distracting tactic um if someone is watching where you're going which isn't a guarantee uh this would effectively throw them off your trail um so i just want to see how effective it is i don't think any of my triggers really work for this so um you will get accuracy on this because you're a pilot and you're doing a piloting thing all right i'm invoking your background to give you accuracy all right uh 13 then eight and five 13 uh on a 10 through 19 you buy enough time uh we're going to disregard the but the situation becomes precarious or desperate uh as as far as you are aware uh, we're going to so the next time you get this result for the same situation. So if you were to try this technique again, it would be less effective. But obviously doing it once people don't know what's your tactic yet, you know. Yeah. So as of right now, we're treating this as you buy some time. If there was someone tracking you, you're confident you've thrown them off your trail. OK. Cool. All right. Who else is doing something? I can go next. Yeah. What's up, Evelyn? Uh, I feel like <laughs> Evelyn's creative spirit has kind of um, kicked in a little bit. So she's just working. I think she's going to work on some small products that have absolutely no value at all to like combat or anything. More of just like I think she's working on some side ideas she wants to try out. And the reason I'm wording it like this is I'm kind of treating this as a get focused. Yeah, that, that I can sense. use this to improve a skill. Yeah, I figured that's what you were doing. Uh huh. So 
I, like for example, like the whole heating the cup up with a um a lighter thing. Like I feel like she could probably come up with some sort of healthy self heating cup. Like stuff like that. Like it's not really useful mechanically, but it's sort of flavor wise to say that she's adding two to her creative engineering skill. Is so traumatized by the cold coffee that now she's inventing a self heating coffee cup for but, these situations. Well, it's more like what if what if I ran coils through the cup instead? That way I don't I can heat the cup with one hand instead of two. Very uh ingenious. Uh that's about it. I, it doesn't look like I have to roll a check for that. I just do it if you're cool with it. Uh so here's the thing is uh I hesitate to to uh increase the default skills because the default skills are very broad, right? And the the way that get focused works is it usually gives you something new to be good at. Um so for example, like normally with uh get focused you can you can learn to be better at like a specific thing like a plus two for playing chess or a plus two to dancing like those are specific things not the default skills to increase the default skill mm, creative engineering is no i meant that that are you sure i thought distraction with gadgets was your created one I added two. It was creative engineering and distraction with gadgets. The default ones are hacker fix, stay cool, and word on the street. Okay, I want to check this real quick. Like, if you read the description, like, that's definitely not something you'll find in the uh, manual. I mean, if you, if you, don't, if you want to limit that regardless, that's cool, but I'm just pointing that out. Uh, creative engineering. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I mean... You can you can go ahead and increase your creative engineering. Um, that would what bring that up to plus six. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. We might have to specifically word it that creative engineering would not be applicable to combat. I don't think it is, but I, I'll add that in regardless. Yeah, because um, because uh, for the custom skills. Um, it specifically also states like, uh, it should be a, um, uh, it should usually be a specific non-martial skill. Um, so it, it should not aid you in combat, uh, ideally. Um, okay. but like, it, like engineering creative solutions, like basically MacGyvering your way through stuff. Absolutely. I would say totally. That's the intent. Like, I'll never say, like, I made a super weapon I can attach to my mech. Like, that'll never be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, like, maybe you'll, if someone else is doing something with combat, I, I feel like I could probably use it sort of like, I can help you with that. But it'll never be directly, like, give me a better weapon or make, make me do a lot of damage. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with you. So as soon as I figure out how the hell to update CopCon, I will do that. <laughs> Sounds me. good. All right. Okay. Uh, that just leaves me then. That's uh, right. If that's all for you, Chuck. Yep. I'm all done. right. Uh, so uh, before I do my downtime activity, I did want to go down to my chat Mac. I mean, and check on uh, my new AI, Athena class AI. Uh, which, if you remember, a couple sessions ago, I had installed it, and it was sort of like installing and rebooting. So. Um, 
I, I haven't checked if it completed yet. Um, so it should be done. Um, so I'll go down to um, my, my uh, Mac, uh, get inside and try to activate the AI. The AI. All right. So uh, you are basically booting up your Mac to launch your AI program and see if everything's like integrated properly. Right. Uh, All right. So uh, you get in. uh, What is it called now? The director's cut? Uh, the final cut. Final cut. That's it. Yeah. All right. So you get in the final cut. Um, you start doing some, uh, some video editing. Um, I don't know if you get that joke. Final cut is a video editing oh, program. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I do get it. Okay. <laughs> I was just slow. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, you get in, uh, your systems are working normally. You launch your systems and, Almost as soon as you boot up, um, you notice that your main screen uh, kind of looks for a second like it's like lower resolution than it's supposed to be. Um, Then you realize it's just that your main screen has like a film grain effect on it as a like a sepia crow image appears on the screen as you boot it up with like a film grain on it. And you just hear a voice boot up behind it. It goes. Ah, you must be Astro Dramming. Nice to meet you. Yes, uh, it's it's me. Um, and you must be Hitchcock, my new uh, mech AI. That's right. I am here to do everything I can to bring the best out of you. Excellent. I'm very excited. I think we can do great things together. I think that as long as you listen to direction well, we'll work fine together. Uh. Yes, yes. Uh, say, did you uh, did you uh, consume all the movies I fed you? I did, and I have some notes. Oh, uh, notes? Do you? Yes. Uh, I, I don't think. I think uh, you know. I I gave you my best of collection. You know, so uh, you know. I I don't know how many notes you might have, but you know. Uh, I have four hundred and seventy-two notes. Oh, okay then. Hmm. <laughs> Did you show, did you include that vampire movie? No, I did not. I I just I just uh, sent him like sort of my greatest hits movies for for now. Um, I'll say huh. it was narrowly put on his greatest hits. <laughs> <clears throat> narrowly, I'm sorry, narrowly avoided his greatest hits. Note one: well, I believe in green alert. Your enunciation could use some work. I need to feel your passion. Oh, uh, well, okay. I'll keep that in mind. Green alert note two. I believe that it's possible you may have gotten an unedited version of the script. There were a lot of things you were doing that seemed a little haphazard. Perhaps you should take ballet lessons. Um, okay, noted. Uh, say, Hitchcock. Green uh, alert. (laughs) Green alert note three. (laughs) Uh, but he, at, oh. you, as you interrupt him, he stops. Yeah, I'll cut him off and I'll say, "Okay, uh, do you think you can collate those notes in a list and send it to my uh, personal address?" And it is I done. Will you will have it in re- your address now. I already collated the list. Oh, excellent! Uh, and I'll review them at my leisure. I, I do appreciate your, uh, uh, your criticisms. Um, did did you have a favorite movie? 
it's silent for a little while. <laughs> Ouch. Surely, surely there must have been one movie that impressed you. I believe that Cyan Alert, you did have a very good faux death scene before they discovered your body was alive later in the morgue. Okay, yeah, hey, I'll take that. I, I, I worked pretty hard on that scene, I have to say. On the other hand, the makeup they used on you was atrocious. I didn't believe it for a second. Well, that's the makeup department. I, nothing I could do of about course, that. Of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, pleasure to meet you, Hitchcock, and I look forward to doing great things with you. Yes, I'll be uh, monitoring you closely. I'm sure you will. All right, and um, then uh, after that, I'll, I'll shut down the mech. Astro suddenly understands how dying feels. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just say, he'll just mutter to himself, everyone's a critic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Um, uh, so now that he's uh, made his introductions and uh, with his new AI, very exciting, um, uh, he's going to, for his downtime activity, I was thinking he could get creative um, and kind of uh, fiddle with the messaging software um, that the DBC uses uh, and, you know, kind of update the end-to-end -end encryption protocols and, and the, you know, the traceless uh, messaging subroutines, you know, techno jumbo like that. Um, just make sure like the messaging is is you know try to make it so the messaging is truly anonymous when sending out communications okay yeah you can attempt a great creative for this all right so let me roll the usual hacker fix on this 15 okay on a 15 uh between 10 through 19 you make progress on your project but don't quite finish it you can finish it during your next downtime without rolling uh, by using your downtime. And you also need to have two additional things. Um, so uh, on the list of things, determine what the two things holding you back from finishing this project are and tell me. Um, OK, so the two two things that I'm going to need. Uh, uh, let me think. I, I, I think I'm going to need. Uh, uh, pr probably I, I need like a further knowledge of um, current encryption protocols, let's say. So I, I need to like kind of, you know, like how sometimes you have to like for work, you have to like take a course and become certified in something. He, he basically has to like, uh, like take a few like online courses or whatever tutorials just to gain the knowledge on the current encryption protocols. Um, so he doesn't have that knowledge yet. Um, and the other thing, uh, I think off the top of my head, um, buh, 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 um, maybe he needs uh, some additional software that needs to be installed um, on World somewhere. So, so like, we would call know, that specialized tools. Yeah, exactly. So it, it it would fall under specific knowledge um, and specialized tools are the two things he's going to need. Um, specific knowledge in the form of uh, up-to-date encryption protocols 
and specialized tools as in software he needs to like actually buy like a physical copy of the software and install it um via umd okay uh if you complete this project the reserve you would get is the access reserve um you're not sure how effective it would be across the board but what i would be willing to give you as a reserve is um the uh the guarantee of safety if you are communicating with buzz okay so uh access is defined as a key card invite bribes or insider access to a particular location what this would be is you would have insider access to communications with melissa without fear of being hacked or compromised okay that that sounds very useful okay so you will get that when you complete this project all right cool so mark that down somewhere so you can remind me on your next downtime action that that's what you want to be doing okay we walk by astro's room he's just he's asleep listening to a lecture (laughs) yeah he has his headphones in and his 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 head is just slumped and you can hear someone talk about oh and of course you need to make sure that you've updated blah 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 (laughs) no and it sounds like he was saying blah 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 but that's the name of the program he needed to update blah 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 version eight is much more secure than version seven Apache, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right, cool. So I'm going to, I'll mark that down. And that's it for <laughs> Astro as far as downtime is concerned. All right. Sounds good. And that covers all of you, right? Did I miss anyone? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. Sounds like a no. Okay. So uh, across this week, Um, You all are able to make it to your destination. Um, As you get close, uh, you uh, basically are able to warp in system. I assume you're using the actual gates the whole time, right? Do you do you ever use your special system or are you going like the normal way? I think we're going the normal way. Wasn't that right, Rock? Just taking the gates. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you get to uh, your destination system and you follow the coordinates. Uh, the coordinates are in a um, outer orbit, uh, kind of like a uh, group of like um, large mining asteroids. Uh, it's not like the asteroid field that you guys fought in before. It's like four or five large asteroids, like large enough that you could like they're they're bigger than some space stations you've seen right um which is good because one of them is definitely a disguised space station um as you get closer uh you can see that one of the middle sized rocks in this formation uh has had some uh modifications done to it where it looks like basically they have taken and fused together a bunch of shipping containers um sealed them uh pressurized them and like drilled into the asteroid and they're using basically these shipping containers as kind of like prefabs right they're basically linking together a bunch of shipping containers and putting doors and stuff in between them and fusing them together and pressurizing them to make basically a slapdash hidden space station at the edge of this system. It's almost like Ready Player One. 
And uh, as you get closer, uh, you will see that they have like um, like a, a little uh, dock that kind of lights up as you get close. And there are some runners, like runner lights that are kind of floating out away from the asteroid that turn on and basically like give you your path in. Um, it seems you've been detected as you approach. All right. Uh, take us in. And uh, if you want to boot up our communication systems now that we're we've arrived we can do that and check if we've heard back from the nobleese affair yep i will do so all right you uh turn the systems back on uh everything is uh powered your systems uh come back alive um <laughs> astro you have one missed message um wonder who from and orion you have one missed message i will check my missed message all right so as you guys are kind of completing your docking maneuver uh dine you check your terminal um it is a response uh from your friend in the uh nobleese affair um basically saying i'm interested to find out more um is this I noticed you've left no details. How should we communicate this information? Um, he also says, I can send you a secure line, but I would prefer this to be a private conversation. So make sure that anyone I don't know isn't there. OK, uh, I'll relay this to the group. So wait, say, say that again. He, he, what he, does he, prefer? he can he can send basically a encrypted secure line. You know, those you know, those very, yeah. very expensive direct lines that you can do with people. He's saying yeah. he can send you an encrypted secure line. One of those so you can talk in real time, um, basically having a meeting with him. Um, but he does, wants it to be a private meeting. So he doesn't want anyone to be present that he doesn't already know. Okay, it makes sense. Seems reasonable to me. Uh, I'd prefer it that way, in fact. Um, do you want to reply and say, say, let's set that up? Yeah, should we? Um, probably after this, uh, this meeting. <clears throat> well, we can send the message before the meeting, but uh, yeah, let's set that up. All right. uh, that way we can we can give him some more details uh we learned from our briefing you uh you send out your response uh and let him know that um yeah you're you're okay with accepting his meeting invite you put it on your you put it on your shared calendars and uh <laughs> you respond you respond reply yes to meeting invite <laughs> Now is it a Teams meeting or is it Slack? Or, no, it's or a team. It's a Teams meeting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would have preferred Slack, but that's fine. Um, All right. Uh, um. So Astro will then check his missed message. Okay, uh, Astro, uh, you have a missed <laughs> message. Um, that is from Ruination Conditioning. Oh, wow. Our okay. old buddy. Yes. Uh, it says, listen, I thought about it and I'm reading it in his voice, even though it's just text. Yeah. Listen, I thought about it and uh, 
yeah, I could use some work. So if you need me to look into something for you or get you some information, give me the job and I'll tell you the cost. All right. Hey, that's, that's, I honestly didn't expect him. I thought I screwed that up. So I, I didn't expect him to he, reply. He didn't expect you to be that smooth online. Let's be fair. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh. this guy's old. He's probably not going to be that smooth online. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's true. He's only now starting to get tech savvy. This is like a big new direction for him. So he, <laughs> he still doesn't have like the, the like internet etiquette down. So <laughs> um, he's not up with like the current, you know, memes and internet culture or whatever. Um, but he speaks money. Yeah. Therefore. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so, uh, Ashra will, will just send a quick reply back saying, um, I, I'm, I'm really pleased to hear that. Um, I think we could, uh, do, uh, do well working together. Um, I'm about to head into a briefing. Uh, I'll let you know, uh, when I have more information about a possible job. All right. Sure. You can send that out. So I have nothing quite specific for him yet. All right. Um, Before you were looking for basically like a blackmail information that you could trade to someone else to get information. If you remember, right. you uh, you right. made a you made a contact uh, with the ruined chain that was like, OK, I'll help you. But first, <laughs> I want information. Right. Yeah. Um, but with the situation changing, I may uh, want to have him do something else. But sure, we'll see. yeah, you can you can decide as you go. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, after checking your messages, I assume you know Dine shares the information about uh, his message back from the Nobilis affair. Um, as you guys are pulled into uh, this station, um, you just see in like big blocky like shipping container letters you know that look like they were spray painted on the side on the side of the place using stencils it just says the rigging over top of the entrance that sounds uh sounds comfy and yeah as you guys come into the bay you see that there are um various points that you can kind of connect to the side of one of the cargo containers that's kind of set up as an impromptu uh, shipyard. Um, it will be it will be a little bit of a process to get a full seal just because this isn't like, you know, uh, corp grade kind of equipment. So you kind of like pull alongside of one of the um, one of the airlocks. Uh, there are people in spacesuits basically in space who have to like pull out one of the gangways to the side of your ship and they they basically manually attach it to your um to your the the port on the side of your ship and you they they run the system it it decom like it compresses and the air fills up and you eventually get a reading on your side that uh the area on the other side is uh is stable atmosphere all right, cool. Um, is there anyone waiting for us outside the ship? Welcoming committee? 
Uh, as you open the, the airlock and head into the rigging, um, there are three people there. Um, two of them uh, are armed with assault rifles. Um, they have like T-shirts and like um, almost like fatigues pants on just kind of like just a step less than baggy. You wouldn't call them baggy, but they are a little loose, but they're cinched up at the at the leg like they got a ton of one size of this pants and just everyone has to figure out how to wear them. Um <laughs> So for some people, it's too small. For some people, it's too big. Um, but they both have assault rifles wrapped around uh, their shoulders. They're not aiming them at you, but they are holding them. Um, yeah. And the person up front uh, is a person uh, that Rock has met before, um, but the others who weren't at the meeting did not. Um, uh, is Torsay staying on the ship? Because if not told otherwise, that's where she would be. That's fine. Okay. Um, so the person on the other side of the opening, uh, uh, rock, you have only met once. Um, you met her basically at the meeting. Um, her name is Killis. Um, she has like long black hair. Uh, you know that she's one of the people who's in charge of like multiple crews who's doing the disruption kind of operation. Um, and she is, oh, good. You've made it. Uh, welcome to the rigging. Just gives you a big smile. Here we are. Well, that's good. I assume this is the rest of your crew. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Orion, Chimera, and Comet. Why? Why is it called the oh, rigging? Yeah. Uh, well, because a bunch of people need to jump from piece to piece, keeping it all in working order and together, or it all falls apart. Ah, sounds about right. Yeah, good name. Mm. She nods. <laughs> I didn't come up with it, but I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome. Uh, it is a bit of a buzz here right now. I would recommend uh, not wandering too much until people get used to you being here. It's a bit of a insular group and uh, everyone's a little on edge with the big operation happening soon. Um but don't worry, a lot of us know you're here and are supposed to be here, including all of my crews. Um, so uh, not everyone has arrived yet. Uh, you're, you know, midway in the groups of people arriving. Um, do you want to look around the station? Uh, sure. Yeah. I'm interested to see uh, what you have here. All right. Well, follow me. Um, she... She's like a very sort of like quiet, uh, like inward speaking person. She she doesn't talk very loudly. Um, she kind of just expects you to try and hear her, you know. Um, but you do notice that a bit of that like is commanding to these people. It's like it's like the Mr. Rogers voice. Like she speaks quietly. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay attention or you'll miss what she's saying. And right. people don't want to miss what she's saying. So she's just like, all right, come with me. And like, even over the din of other people, you see like the two guards with assault rifles, like fall in behind her. Um, but uh, yeah, she will lead you through the dock area. Um, there are people on um, scaffolding on either side. You see who are doing like spot welding. Um, and you see that even now people are reinforcing and getting ready to build out new areas of this. Um, 
as you go further inward, uh, you are bypassing like a lot of people who are all dressed in. I wouldn't call them rags. They're all like they're all like like they're in combat gear um, that they've been wearing for too long. Right. It is. It's not that the, the gear itself is bad. It's that the people here look vaguely dis- disheveled. Um, you can tell that they're they're living on not a lot of comfort. Um, people eye you guys as you go through. It is very obvious you're the new people here. Um, and uh, you, you look like you have good equipment, um, which makes you stand out immediately. Um, uh, Evelyn's going to. Sh- shuffle up over to Rock and say, "Like, is this is this the normal state of players here, or is this new?" The normal what? Did you say? Uh, st- state of affairs. Like, is this like the normal like quality of life for the affair? Uh, I'm sorry, the Esther uprising got the wrong word. Uh, I I guess so. Uh, I mean, I spent a lot of time on different planets. But I yeah yeah this. It's about right. I mean, they they lost a war. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's, <laughs> that, that would do it to you, I guess. Yeah, that would make you kind of ragtag. Uh, as you all are led to the end of the shipping uh, ship uh, yard arm that you have docked with um you get to like almost like a little nexus area um where there's a lot of people shuffling in different directions it's kind of like a crossroads and you can see uh like another arm that goes a ways away um and she'll just motion in that direction you can see a couple of ships all a little bit smaller than the dbc the dbc is is medium is like a large medium-sized ship um right so you see a lot of like small, medium sized ships in that direction. Um, they're they're like all bigger than like a pod ship, which would just be like a ship big enough to put a couple of mechs on and launch them onto a planet with. They're all bigger than that. They all have, probably have crew quarters and things like that, but probably more cramped than what you're used to. She motions that way and she goes, uh, that arm uh, is uh, primarily my crews. Uh, if you ever find yourself in our area, just let them know you know me. Or if you're looking for me, you can just head over there, talk to one of my crew crew captains and they can get a hold of me um so yeah if you ever are in the shipyard and don't know where to go my crews are pretty nice um she'll like motion over into another direction that's like a little bit more abandoned but you can see a couple ships down that way and she's like that's mostly uh for people people who are in the field right now usually would be using that side there's a lot of people out gathering info right now so Probably won't be a ton of people over that way for as long as you're here. Um, shops uh, with what people come back with just kind of spring up all over the place. We don't put a lot of regulations on selling things. So uh, if you see a bunch of crews just put up a couple of stands in front of their ships when they come back and they're they're offloading things they brought back with them, that's normal. Feel free to barter or in trade while you're here. You know, if people bring back a good find, they're probably looking for cash for it. So if you find something you like, you know, you're free to you're free to shop to your heart's content. Yeah, it could be useful. Um, she'll lead you further in. You kind of go up like a like a slanted container that kind of almost operates like a staircase leading further into the asteroid. Um, 
And then she'll show you some tunnels that are burrowing out various directions. She goes, uh, it's easy to get lost here. Further into the asteroid, we did make the pathways kind of labyrinthine in case we ever got invaded or people assault us here. Um, so the people who live here know this place kind of well. If you get turned around, you know, it's good to have someone on hand who knows the ways a little bit better, can get you to the right place. Um, I would recommend uh, not wandering too much until people are used to you being here a little bit more. Um, sure continue forward uh there is a huge hollowed out space that's almost like a big circle um that you get into and there's just tables everywhere in the center of the circle there's a large pillar and around the pillar are counters uh so it's like in the center of this giant like circle shaped room there's a single pillar with counters around it and you Uh can see that there are just like around that center pillar there are just a bunch of stoves and uh griddles and stuff and there's just like smoke rising through the room and you can see that there are like vents all around the upper part of this room um and then tables everywhere she goes and this is our main mess uh you know whatever crews are on mess duty uh they'll take one of the stations over by the center pillar everyone makes whatever they're good at we don't really care whatever we have we turn it into food um if you're hungry come down here you know pitch in and make something have some food whatever you want to do you know, you're not part of this, so we're not going to call on you for mess duty. But, um, you know, just be nice. Not everyone's a chef. Um, Smells good. That always does. Uh, and yeah, you definitely get because the ventilation in here is adequate, but not great. Just the yeah. food smell like as you guys were walking here, you could smell like kebabs and like you know shaved yeah. meats and stuff like roasting over spits and stuff in here um it sounds really good oh yeah no they they have they have decent food for what they're able to get a hold of um uh, as she's walking away and the guards are following her she's like yeah you know even even if you're fighting for your lives you want to be able to come back and have something nice and warm to eat somewhere you can feel safe you know that's so true and uh oh here we are uh and she'll bring you to kind of like another level up that rises away from that central circular area and you can see that it kind of expands out in in like four or five different directions almost like fingers spreading out to the left and right um that are like tunnels that look like they have various doors on the left and right and she'll say all right, uh, through these hallways are, are uh, all our living quarters. Um, it's nothing fancy. Every room is basically just a cot and a wash basin. Um, there are uh, communal lavatories. So if you need to go, know where you're going. Um, but if you want to, you know, stay in here or if you want to stay on your ship, either is fine. Uh, we'll make up some rooms for you um if you want those but uh this is where you can stay while you're here if you would like um and uh at the other end of these halls heads up to the admin area um not everyone is here yet like i said so we're probably not gonna have the the brief for another couple of days but now that we're all here we can be a little bit more open uh (laughs) about what's going on so do you guys have any questions before we get to the proper meeting uh well we contacted the noblest 
Oh, that's that's great. Verve will be glad to hear that. Uh, yeah, they're actually asking. We didn't really give them any information, of course, yet. But should we invite them here? If they can make it. Um, now that you're here, we can kind of give you a sense of the timeline. Uh, we're going most of our crews are going to be leaving here in one week. Um, so we're hoping we can get you guys out a little bit before that. Okay. I'm not sure how fast or how far the Nobles can uh, travel, uh, but if they want to get here while you're still here, um, I mean, we're we're looking at maybe like six days before we want to start start getting things rolling. We're going to have a we don't want to be rushing when we're down to the wire. So we want to make sure everyone's in place a little bit before we're ready to strike. All right. Well, we'll get back out to him then. That would be great. Uh, do you guys have any questions, anything you were looking for that you haven't seen, anything I can guide you to while you're here in the rigging? I'm horrible with names. What was your name again? Oh, uh, I'm Killis. Killis, that's right. Astro Jammin. Nice to meet you, Astro. Well, I, I, I don't have any other questions. I think I will take you up on uh, the offer of quarters on station. It's always nice to stretch my legs in a new room. Oh, sure. Yeah, we can set you up with that immediately. Excellent. Yeah, I, I wow, voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't mind checking out the living quarters too. Yeah, no, absolutely. We can have a roommate up for all of you if you would like. Uh, just tell me what your preference is, and I can set aside the amount of rooms you'll need. Uh, I I'll be fine. Yeah, I'll stay back on the ship. At least that way we can uh, have some point of contact back there. All right. Well, I'm fine staying on staying here, though. Okay. <laughs> so I'll get uh, the two of you some adjacent rooms and uh, we'll uh, we'll get uh, blankets and pillows into your quarter. All right. <laughs> I'm getting uh, I'm getting flashbacks to our D&D &D campaign where Chuck and my oh. character and Chuck's character always room together and I'm a cleric. So I always wake him up by doing morning prayers loudly. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, now you can wake him up by watching movies too loud in yeah. the room next door. <laughs> there you uh, go. <laughs> please no. <laughs> Cause we all know what happens when that happens. <laughs> and I feel like Evelyn doing that to her boss is probably frowned upon. <laughs> what are you gonna do cut off my beard yes oh wait you have no beard i no, don't no. have a beard so <laughs> jokes on you you're, oh, gonna, you're no. gonna take his glasses his sunglasses <laughs> oh yeah that, that would be bad <laughs> how is he going to wear his sunglasses indoors and look super cool <laughs> i know that's 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 bad i don't think astro cares he's probably just still wearing his sunglasses even indoors Oh, 100%. He does. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. So uh, Killis will be able to guide you to anywhere on the rigging that you want to see. Um, you just need to let me know. Is there anything that you would let her know that you're interested in looking into? Uh, nothing else for me um, at the moment. I think I'm mostly functioning as a silent observer at this point. Mostly just trying to get a sense of like situation and like the I don't want to say culture, but sort of the um, I, I guess the lay of the culture. land. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, oh, I'm good. All right. Well, um, uh, if you want, you can hang out in the mess, head back to your ship. Like I said, um, we have a little bit before everyone else arrives, so our meeting probably won't be today. But make yourselves as home, uh, at home as much as you're able. Uh, and before I forget, uh, Rock, um, uh, Kato said they wanted to see you. All right. Uh, where are they at? Um. Yeah, you might want to just follow me. It's a little hard to get around. You might want to just follow me. It's a little hard to get around down here. Sure. All right. All right. So uh, she is going to lead Rock to have a meeting with Kato. Uh, What are the rest of you doing? Um, so uh, I'll Astro will go back to like where people were setting up little like like shops outside their ships and stuff like uh-huh. the little marketplace and yeah. marketplace. Yeah. It's basically all along like the, the runways that go in between the ships yeah. and stuff. Uh, some people just like <laughs> you see them take a table, like their dining room table off of their ship and just set it in the main thoroughfare and like either throw a sheet or a blanket over it and are just like setting things out that like, here's what we found on our mission, you know, like yeah. willing to trade for money or something of equal value or better, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, one of the things uh, Astro needed for his, his uh, project, his communication systems upgrade was some software that actually came on physical media like on a umd um so it doesn't hurt to look around see if anyone happens to be selling this kind of software um so he'll kind of browse and and see okay uh i would let you do this as a combination find it and barter for it successfully roll if you want to make a pilot check to obtain it um yeah let me see uh find it and barter uh i'll use i'll use charm if i find it i'll use charm to barter a good price for it all right sounds good uh go ahead and make me a pilot check all right roll day 21 not so bad are you talking oh they just delayed it was super delayed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, you have one accuracy turned on, but I don't think it matters. Oh, uh, um, yeah, the plus two didn't. You didn't okay. really need the plus two, so you're still good. Just remember to turn off your accuracy. Okay, I just turned it off. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, a 19 does it. Um, as you are um, going through the gangways of the ship, um, you are able to find someone uh, who has um, basically. Uh, like good uh unique quality um uh basically a, a bunch of things that came uh with pretty high security encryption on them um yeah 
a bunch of a bunch of things that they were able to loot from an abandoned um like corp outpost um and they were basically like look we we found this stuff it seems important uh we don't really know what's on it because we can't get into it um <laughs> and you're like okay that's a good sign uh <laughs> So, yeah, you're able to basically uh, get a stack of outdated security logs from a Manticorp outpost. Okay, great. So that is going to be your uh, first piece you need. Uh, You can attempt to slowly chip away at the encryption on these and in the process learn about why they were effective. And uh, that can help you on your way to figuring out how to encrypt your stuff. Perfect. That's what I needed. Okay. All right. Uh, anyone else doing anything? You know, Dine is actually going to go down to the, the kitchen area, and you know what? Dine is going to make a pizza. <laughs> Dine, <laughs> Dine just rolls up to one of the empty areas, just rubbing his hands together. It's time <laughs> to make a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Have we established that chef had an apron? <laughs> have we established that you're a cook up to this point, or is this because I drew that pizza party art? Uh, I mean, Dine was the one who made the pizzas for the pizza party, so Dine, Dine just kind of had to learn a lot of the stuff on his own due to his background. So cooking is just something he's picked up over the years. Ah, I see. Yeah, he need, he needs to be primarily self sufficient, so that makes sense. Um, it's not like he's like an excellent chef, but he is he is self-sufficient enough to know like a variety of different Dine, Dine is a things. jack of all trades. He's like the opposite of Bones from Star Trek. It's like, I'm a doctor and a cook. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Dine specifically is like, uh, I had to operate at the very edge of uh, known space. So I needed to rely on myself for everything I did, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, uh, you get to work, Dine. And uh, yeah, uh, does anyone help you? Are you doing this by yourself or where do you get the materials to make a pizza? Like I would ask around for some of the materials and then some people would probably come over and like request a share piece. And then like I would like if they wanted to help, I'd let them help. It kind of became more of like a group collective thing and it ended up being coming like, I don't know, maybe not like a supreme, but like a variety of different ingredients. Okay, let's cheeses. Yeah, let's see how effective this is. What's <laughs> what's your pilot check here? Uh, ooh, let me see here. What are my options? Um What is it under uh no, not that. It is action. Um uh, this is not a downtime action. This is just going oh, to be yeah. a straight skill trigger to see if you're able to make pizza people like and okay. and are cool with you doing this. OK, so let me see what. Uh, hmm. You know what? I think stay cool because this requires dexterity, you know, in order to flip the pizza and catch it. 
precision under pressure. I'm trying to make a good pizza. Okay, you're you're doing the whole shebang. <laughs> you're like, yes, you're in a new place with new people <laughs> who you were just you walked up with all the confidence in the world to just an empty cook station. I was just like, I'm making a pizza. Hey, you, you have flour. Hey, you, where's the pizza sauce? <laughs> and you're just you're just, you know, you're you're act you're pretending like you you're supposed to be there. You're like I can do this. So yeah. uh yeah, let's see let's see if people will still respect you by the time you finish here. Roll me a stay cool. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. <laughs> oh Roll, everyone's God. rolling good today. Um <laughs> with your 19 plus four. Uh you walk in and you just do what you're good at, which is you block everything out. You do it the way you would always do it. You know, you're not being fancy. You're not showing off. You're not doing anything extra. You're like, I know how to make a good pizza. I'm going to make my good pizza and that's it. And you just tune everything else out and you get to work. You're tossing the pizza dough. You're spreading the sauce. And by the time you get in the oven, there are a bunch of people lined up at your cook station watching it in the oven and everyone smells the cooking pizza who want your pizza, basically. You know, and it comes out and it's all like perfectly gooey and I'm like, I take one slice, I try it and I'm like, have at it, guys. Yeah, everyone just... Everyone just grabs a plate and piles in. That's a pizza pie. Yeah, a lot of people who were like letting you borrow ingredients and stuff, like get their preferred point at the front of the line and they get in there, get their slices. Uh, Orion, uh, you you have successfully integrated yourself into this group of people. And they're like, oh, this guy came just came on the ship and he's making us food. This guy's great. I haven't had pizza in like eight cycles. <laughs> pizza the great unifier i mean i mean i bet these guys when they come one. when they come back from a from a dangerous mission and they're successful they're like i wish we just had someone here who can make a pizza we all deserve a pizza party and now those people finally get their wish so <laughs> the traditional victory pizza party <laughs> I think we've established that Dine is like the master of pizza at this point. Like, you should have a pizza making skill check. (laughs) Skill trigger. Yeah, you never know when that will come in handy in a mission. (laughs) If you ever want to get focused, you can get a plus two in pizza making. (laughs) I'll add it into my engineering skill, weapon systems, reactors, and pizza. Yeah. You're You're just successfully spreading out more of your skills. Checks out. All right, Evelyn, anything you're doing specifically? Honestly, I, I, just, I really want some of that pizza. Um, <laughs> I imagine Evelyn can be there if she wanted to. Maybe maybe we'll do this. Like, I was actually interested in the um, the shops that Asher was checking out. I, I don't think I'm looking for anything particular. I'm mostly just trying to see what the availability of technology is for future parts. And then yeah, maybe I'll, I'll on the way back. I'm like, someone's like, like, hey guys, there's pizza, and everyone's like, I want pizza. And then you look at the front of the line, and it's Dine making pizza. Of course, and then yeah. I'll, I'll get in the back of the line. Um, I will tell you, Evelyn, that having examined the shops, um, mm-hmm. it is 
feast and famine with the parts here um because what they get is just what they find so there's no consistency whatsoever to what they bring here if you ever wanted like a very rare part and just wanted a like one in a million chance it might be here sure you know what i mean um but also you might just find a bunch of junk right so like this could be the place where you could find like some of the rarest things ever but also the place where you find the equivalent of junk a lot of the time. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's, it does, it does not have the consistency that your friend Anora does. Of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Part of the reason I'm asking is because I think once we get the more, more specifics of what we're going to be doing, like Evelyn might kind of say like, you know, it'd be really great if we had this kind of thing available to us. And then maybe she can sort of MacGyver something together. I don't know. I mean, it's sort of, you don't know what you don't know, but like, what are we able to provide once we know the full details is sort of what Evelyn's trying to figure out. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're able to get a bit of a sense of it, uh, make it back to the mess, see the pizzas being made. Uh, Evelyn, I want you to just roll a D20 for me. Oh, no. No mods. I rolled an eight. An eight. Uh, by the time you get to the front of the line, the pizza has been all handed out. Oh, Dine sees Evelyn, smiles, and begins making another pizza. Everyone <laughs> sees you, like, rub your hands together, put your pull your ingredients together, get back to work, and a couple people go, yeah! <laughs> you are a good man, Dan. Dine. Dine, Starseeker. <laughs> Dan, I'm so sorry. <laughs> good man, Dan. <laughs> Uh, all right. And pizza making continues. Uh, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll help you with this one if you don't have too many chefs. Dine cooks. Oh, Dine just yeah. tells you the ingredients to bring him as he's focused on the cooking. Sounds good. All right. So <laughs> while while y'all are getting up to this, uh, Rock uh, Killis uh, escorts you down through some of the more labyrinthine caverns she pointed out when you first arrived, uh, and she'll just say. So, uh, what do you think of it here? Uh, I don't know. It's a little surreal. In what way? I guess I'm not really sure what to think. Well, I mean, you know I was part of you all at some point, right? Yeah, I I mean, I make no illusions to everyone who uh, contributes to the cause, uh, but from what I hear, yeah. It's kind of like going back to an old home that you haven't been to in a long time, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Well, uh, I'm excited that we're going to have your expertise on board. Um, She looks around to like the the very slapdash kind of um, spaceport uh, that they've constructed here over the last few years and just goes. You know, uh, in a way, uh, it's a, it's a little bittersweet. Um, we put a lot into making this place for ourselves. Um, but if this mission succeeds, I mean, we're going to need almost every able body we have to crew the new ship. So, I mean, in a sense, we're going to we're all going to be moving home soon if 
things work out. I don't know what'll become of the place. Hmm. Just kind of look around. No, I know it ain't nothing special, but you know, when people put their blood, sweat and tears into making something, it becomes something to them. We moved around a lot when I was part of the Aster. I, it never really called like a single place home. Yeah. It was about who you were with. Yeah, there was a lot of reluctance to settling down in one place from a lot of the cells, but we didn't really have that option. I don't think we would have survived if we hadn't have come together. Is this everyone, then? About. There are some people who decided not to take part, to, to go it alone and not take part, but... Ferv is hoping that they'll come around once they see us make progress. Well, we're here to help. I'm glad for it. All right. Well, here we are. Um, she gets to uh, an area that almost looks like a, a carved out depot. It's... um. It's like carved out of the stone, but also has the walls lined with like the the metal from the cargo containers. So it almost looks like you're in a big rectangular room that's walls are made out of wallpaper that looks like shipping containers. Right. Because it's like each wall is like three high of shipping container walls. So it, it almost feels like you're in a patchwork five times the size of a normal shipping container. <laughs> Um, and inside of it, people are like organizing, uh, you know, piles of, uh, supplies, moving things around. Uh, you can actually see, um, that there is a crew of people, uh, who are all in charge of like one side of this space. Um, and they are all like this younger group of people. Most people are wearing tank tops and and like ripped up clothing. Um, they look like they've been in it. Uh, it doesn't look ripped for style. It looks like they've just worn through everything they own. Um, but they they are working with gusto. Um, there's a lot of joking and harassing going on amongst the group. Um, you know, a lot of people roughhousing, but also working hard. Um, and you can see over top of all of that, uh, Kato is just kind of like standing there uh, with their arms crossed, uh, notices you arriving uh, in the area uh, with Killis and just kind of like gives you both a wave. I'll go walk over there. All right. Well, I got you here. If you need to extra help finding your way back. I'm sure someone will be able to give you directions. I got to get some uh, work done. Yeah, yeah, see ya. Thanks. All right, take care. And then she takes By off. work, she means get a slice of pizza. Uh, you notice as she leaves, uh, one of the guards following her seems to trade off with a guard that was guarding the entrance to this place. The new guard follows her and the guard that was originally following her stays to guard. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, you walk over and Kato is there and they just like look at you and nod and go. Decided to throw in, huh? Yeah, well, 
you had a lot to gain from this. So do you guys, as long as, you know, you can follow through with your part. Yeah, trust me, that's not going to be the problem. We know what to do. You're really confident. Of course I'm confident. I'm the best there is. There's just a lot less Aster than I thought there was left. Yeah, well, the people who are left are the people who care, you know? They stare at you with kind of like a implied meaning. Yeah. So you can say the people here are hungry, hungry for success, you know? And pizza. I know. <laughs> I know you couldn't say much at the meeting, but how sure are you that we're not going to get interrupted? I mean. What you mean by like outside or like Corsac security? Corsac. I mean. <sighs> Killis is a bit too sunny for my taste, but she runs good crews. I trust him to run the distraction for us. And as long as you lot do your part, it's going to be an extra boon. You know, we were going to run this anyway without you if we had to. Get in quick, get out as fast as we can. But if you lot are able to keep up with your end of this, that should buy us some more time, probably some more safety. We contacted the Noblis. Uh, we'll be reaching out to them to see if they can meet us here soon. Uh, they cross their arms and just kind of think about it for a little bit. Looks over to you. What's your gauge on them? What are they like? Hiding something. They have a clear mission of their own. If I had to guess, your views might align it's the only reason I'm still going through with it. If I thought that they didn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have sent it out for them in the first place. But I don't know that for a fact. But um, you need them, nevertheless. Yeah, fair enough. Just wanted a first-hand knowledge of them. What are they? Noblest affair? What are they? A bunch of stuck-up pricks, or what? Mm, not the ones I met, at least. They, I mean, they did free a colony, a mining colony, from Manticore. <laughs> Straight up blew it up on our way out, too. I mean, kind of brought me back, you know? Huh, yeah. I'll tell you what, that scores them some points in my books. Figured it might. Yeah. Them fuckers in the core deserve what they get. They look over their crew, uh, which is what you've determined that they probably are um, all kind of like working and getting stuff done. Kind of like says out of the side of the mouth. You know, they need this. They need this or there ain't nothing. Uh, there ain't nothing waiting for them. So this better work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I Look, I even Corsac's just trying to do what they think is right too. And the whole point of this is for freedom. 
people. It's not Corsac isn't people aren't the enemies, is all I'm saying. <sighs> Look, I get it. I'm not gonna be bombing no cities or nonsense, but they need to leave us alone. You know? They've done too much to too many people, and someone needs to bloody their nose. I don't disagree, but... I mean, there's no illusions about this. This will be war. Yeah. Yeah, if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. In my experience, people don't leave each other alone during war, but... <laughs> yeah, but afterwards... Maybe. And that's more than we had before. Alright, so what did you want to see me about? Surely it's not for passive-aggressive comments. Oh, no, it was partially for that, but... If you're in, and you got us a meeting with them noblest folks... I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Rock, what are you doing here? I know it's a big payday for you and whatnot, but this is dangerous. This is the kind of stuff you were trying to get away from, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I Even when you leave, sometimes it doesn't feel like you're truly gone, I guess. I, and some old friends said they needed help. I don't know. All right, well, it's not just me, but all our people are counting on this to go right, so Look, let's do things right, get up huh? and bail mid-mission. We'll do our job. Assuming it's something that we can do and you don't have some ideals about us that aren't true. All right, that's all I needed to know. We'll, uh, we'll all be in the briefing when uh, everyone gets here. We can go over the specifics then, but in the meantime, welcome back, I guess. Yeah, thanks. I'll be on the ship if you need me for anything. Right. Well, I'll be here. All right, and I will walk away. All right. They just... Kind of go back to what they were doing, which is watching, watching their people, making sure things go to the right place. All right. And uh, as uh, you all kind of like are finishing up what you're doing and doing all this very stuff, uh, what do you guys feel like your first like night at uh, the rigging is like? Do you stay in the rooms? You go back to the ship. What are you doing as you're waiting for this meeting? Uh, so Astro will stay uh, in the quarters on the station um, that they've provided for him. Um, and in his downtime, he'll uh, he'll look at those security logs he, he just purchased and try to start the decryption process right. to see what he can glean from it. Yeah. You definitely don't have enough time to do like a, a downtime action or anything yeah, like that, figured, but it's definitely, but... you know, thematically what you would be up to for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Was the plan um, to talk to the, uh, Noblesse affair 
after our meeting or before? Probably before, right? Okay. <clears throat> I assume. You tell That's me. What I thought. You tell me when you guys want to uh, uh, set things up. I thought you actually said after, like you sent him a message first re- responding, and then you're going to fill them in after. But uh, uh, well, I, don't know. I said that before I knew it was going to be a couple of days. Oh, uh, sure. Um, I mean, we can do it before or after, but either way, it's going to be like. Oh, it, that, that is right. We did want to see if, like, maybe they could get here in time. Yeah. So, so if um, we're going to do that, it would be rather better right. be sooner than later. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah we'll contact them and see, but. Yeah. All right. They so, can, they can. Uh, do you all want to be there for the Hollow meeting? I'll be yes. there just because I'm yes. on the ship, anyways, but. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. Uh, I'll, I'll come back to the ship for that, yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, you guys head down to the conference room. Uh, it would just be you four, um, basically, since those are the people who, who know, um, uh, who, who are in the know uh, for Casper. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, exactly... Uh, what what basically he set up ahead for you guys is what happens. Um, you guys get basically a connection request uh, as it comes in. It connects. Um, you get a bunch of security logs basically that read out um, Astro. Uh, since you're the tech person here, I want you to just go ahead and make me a pilot check real quick. Uh, sure. I can do that. Uh. Can I do hack or fix or just yeah. straight up like okay. hack or fix would be good. Oof, not my best. I rolled a five. You are looking at like the various certificates it's showing and the, the various handshakes your two systems are doing with each other. And on a success, you'd learn more about it. But on a failure, you're still able to see that it is beyond you. You doubt yeah. you would be able to hack this connection yourself. Yeah, uh, uh, Asher will just kind of give a low whistle and says, ooh, looks complicated. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, probably is. Uh, Yeah, and uh, Casper, uh, Concern, uh, shows up on the screen. Uh, It displays with his, like, title uh, on it. So Casper Velium, you know, in, in parentheses, Concern, um, shows up uh, of the Noblesse Affair. Hey, uh, how y'all doing? It's been a bit. Hey, good to see you again, Casper. Yeah, it's good to see y'all. It's been a long year. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. (sighs) Well, Rock, you want to give him the lowdown on what's going on and what we need them for? Uh, well, I suppose... I mean, this is secure enough, right? Trust me. No one's listening to this that isn't in your room and mine right now. Is there anyone else in your room? Oh, just a guy holding a gun to my head. (laughs) (laughs) Casper Casper makes a show of, like, looking around in the room he's in. He's like, no, I think I'm good. All right. Have you heard of the uh, Astro Uprising? Astro Uprising. Yeah, yeah, I have actually. Uh, when I was doing some research 
on uh, the core sector and and this sector. I I read about them in a, a couple of footnotes. Um, why do you ask? Long story short, they're going for a hail mary. They're trying to steal a capital ship. He like waits like four five seconds. Wait, what? They, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, they're gonna need a lot of fuel for it once they do. Uh, I see. Okay. Okay, one, that's crazy. You think they're going to be able to pull that off? We're going to be helping them. All right, well, that increases their chances. Um, Really? Like, from who? Mm, I don't think I got the corporation name that they were stealing it from, did I? I mean, it's Corsac. Corsac, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as far as you're aware, the only two groups who have any capital ships are Corsac and the Federation, which is actually a different, a different government <laughs> than the Cygnus State. So, like, basically, Corsac, Corsac was make up of like different corps, though, wasn't it? Uh, Corsac is is fed into by different corps, but it's its own entity. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so like various corps will feed resources into them uh, and have to kind of let me put it this way. Corsac is the one who won the security contract for the Cygnus state, which gives them a level of authority over the other corporations. Got it. Yeah. So they're basically the operators of what passes for the Cygnus state's fleet. Right, then yeah, I'll just tell him it's Corsac. Well, uh, I mean, I don't have to tell you that's going to be a rough job. Um, but hey, if they pull that off, that's history. You guys want to be a part of it? A part of it? Uh, ooh, man. How soon? Uh, week-ish. Less well, if you can make it quick. damn. Okay. That is a short time frame. Yeah. You know, I'm not really uh, in the position to be making agreements on behalf of the Noblesse Affair, but I am in the position to put this in front of them. Uh, I'll tell you what, at the very least, if they pull this up, we're going to want to be in contact with them because any organization that can pull this up and uh, (laughs) live to tell the tale afterwards, we're going to want to have a little chat with them um you're working with them then for this mission at least yeah all right so it's not an ongoing thing i guess we'll see what happens listen contract uh, for now listen i respect you all as uh, individual crew operators and you do good work but this is a big thing this is you know this is factions and factions kind of game here. What what's your sense of what's going on here? Do you think do you think this is something that they're well positioned for? What's your what's your read on the strats? Well, we're not actually getting those till tomorrow. Mm, but um, gotcha. from what we can from what we can tell right now, I mean it seems like they just have a a loose idea of what they want to do. Like they seem like they got at least the they feel extremely confident. Yeah, exactly. They feel like they know what they're doing. 
All right. I will say right. I have reservations about the resources they have available to them, though. You see Casper kind of like think, put his hand up to his chin. Think a little bit. Listen, I think. I think even if we don't. Exactly. Put our foot in the ring on this, we might be able to help and something I can pretty much guarantee. I, I need to know. All of you, all four of you in agreement. Do you believe in this? I do. Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. I don't know how far they've thought ahead on this. I imagine they have some plan. But I'm going to send you some information. Some routes that we use and we monitor. If they're able to get away with this thing and boost it, and they need a place to lie low for a little bit, give them these routes and we'll find them there. They should get them off the radar and we can arrange a meeting afterwards. Sounds That's good. perfect. I'm sorry we can't uh, commit to any military action right now, but usually discussing something of this scale takes us <laughs> at least a few weeks of discussion with each other. Understood. Oh, you oh, can't do it more than a week in advance. <laughs> it is. A, it is a quick turnaround. <laughs> no, if anything, like it seems like what you've given us is already valuable in itself. I mean, we'll obviously give you more details as we get them, and you'll obviously, you know, present what you know so far. But this is great so far. Thank you. Listen, you gotta respect people who are scrappy and willing to take risks. He gives you a wink. <laughs> yep. I believe in this mission. I think this is the beginning of, of us taking back the power. Well, like I said, let them know what we're offering. Let them know that uh, if they want to get out into our neck of the woods, we can keep them off. Uh, keep them off the news, at least for a little bit, and then we can have a nice chat. See what they say. Dine just kind of laughs and he's like, if they manage to steal this ship, I don't think Corsac wants anyone to know that it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Probably not. Going to be hard to keep that under wraps. So. You see, you see, Casper smile a little bit and just go, <laughs> "Yeah, that'd be real nice." Well, it actually depends, Astro. I mean, like I said, these kinds of things are super secretive. They could what? easily just. Ignore the fact that it happened. And... What a capital ship! How big of a crew is that? Can't uh, you would know. Uh, Astra would know this. Um, yeah. Thousands. Yeah. Like it's... to be at to be at full crew to be at full crew. Wow. Literally thousands of people. It is a, a capital ship. Um, you know, AO Station. <clears throat> a capital ship is as big, if not bigger, than AO Station. Like, um, like, think, think of Star Destroyers. Yeah, that's that's how yeah. big a capital ship Holy is. Yeah. yeah, that's what they're talking about stealing right now. <laughs> Wait a second. Maybe this isn't such a good idea. <laughs> uh, Asher will say um, anyway that uh, there's thousands of people on on a crew. You can't keep thousands of people silent. Um, 
which also brings up the question what are what is the plan to deal with the current crew of this capital ship we're stealing who's to say it's manned at the moment yeah, I thought that we're stealing it from where it's being built, so it's not being manned yet, I would think, right? <laughs> That's a good idea, Casper says. That's probably the only time they'd have a shot at this. It may be fortified inside somewhat, like with some detail of protection, but it's not going to be a fully manned ship. Well, that'll make it easier for sure. Either way, that's not our problem to deal with, is it? Nope. <clears throat> if the secret gets out, it gets out. <laughs> as long as we're not on the list. <laughs> we can only hope. You know, after this mission is all over, and, uh, you know, depending on which way things go, if, uh, if we've made a new ally, an ally... <laughs> who can swing above their weight class a little bit, then get back in contact with me. I might have some things for you guys. That sounds intriguing and vague. Yeah, you know how we like to operate. Intriguing and vague. That could be your slogan. Wouldn't you like Wait, to know? you mean it wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think we all expected to get something in return for starting the relationship between these two factions, right? Yeah. No offense. I mean, I'm I'm all for you all meeting hey. and doing the good of the worlds, but... Listen, I get it. No offense taken. We're all out here trying to do our best, and if you help us, we help you. That's <laughs> the way it works. That's the way the Noblesse Affair works. All right. Anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. I'm going to send you information over the secure line before the call quits. You all take care. You too. You as well. Yeah. Take care. Thanks. As the call disconnects, uh, you'll see that the end of the data stream will give you like a, a secure printout. Basically, that is the information he promised for routes that they could use once they have the capital ship that would put them into Nobilis monitored territory. Cool. Uh, now that the call is disconnected, um, Evelyn will turn to, I guess, Rock and say, like, do they have thousands of people to pilot this thing? Skeleton crew, probably, but... Oh, yeah, of course. Enough. Yeah, thousands of crew would be a full ship, right? Right. You probably need some fraction of that to to make it work effectively but yeah you'll you can ask that at the strategy meeting my uh my guess is that once this is done they'll have quite a few um old and new uh signups for their their group after this actually what do, and this is out of character because i feel like everyone would notice but i don't what do one of these ships looks like is this like a star destroyer type deal i guess so um, they are all pretty unique because there's uh, only seven of them, right? And like, well, I mean, ten if you count the ones the Federation has. Um, they all are products of the era they were made in, right? So the oldest one of them has been probably retrofitted a bunch of times um, and is probably up to date with the other ones in terms of like ordinance. But 
looks like ships from that era. You know what I mean? Like they only make a capital ship like every once in a while. The first one of these was an undertaking that took like basically every member planet of the Cygnus state a lot of effort to build the first one since then it's probably gotten a little bit easier for them to make things like this but still it takes years and dozens of planets output all working on one project to make one of these things right so like the the design aesthetics and what it looks like how big it is what shape it takes uh what the inside design is like um you know, is probably always a product of the era it was designed in. So each one of them looks a little bit different than each other in the same way that like old cars look like different than new cars. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But they probably share a general look with each other, kind of like all being under like Cygnus kind of aesthetic properties and all being governed by Corsac. So if I had to guess, they're probably all like long ships, like a ship. They're probably not flying cubes and diamonds around outer space, right? Um, that's just not how the how things look in the Cygnus state. If I had to guess, they were long, probably with like extended bridges off the side, probably less boxy than like something like a cargo ship like the DBC is. Um, you know what would be a good, like a, a good look that I would reference for Cygnus state ships, uh, the Galente from Eve Online. Um, so if you look at one of the four factions for Eve Online, one of them is called Galente. Their ships are probably what a lot of Cygnus state military uh, ships look like. Yeah, I just looked it up. I, I get what you're going for. Mm-hmm. I will post a picture in chat if someone else hasn't already done it. Yeah, feel free. I'm just getting the right now. <laughs> Do it. Do it, Chuck. Yeah, exactly. They, they probably look similar to these types of ships. Okay, good. Cool. All right. Any other questions or <laughs> anything else you guys wanted to talk about after talking to Casper? Uh, nothing else for me. I'm good. All right. Well, at the end of that, you have uh, perhaps uh, captured um, some assurances uh, from the Nobilis affair that you can give to uh, the Astra Uprising in terms of, hey, they're actually willing to pitch in. Um, And we're actually going to call this recording here. when we come back next session, we will launch into the mission in earnest, starting with the brief for the mission. Uh, you will all get your marching orders, what needs to be done, and where you need to go to contribute. And we'll launch right into the mission from there and see what you all do. Hooray. Sounds good. This will We're about to go oh on boy. a suicide mess- mission. <laughs> now that you guys are committed, starting next session, we will begin the hardest mission I created for you yet. <laughs> Hold All right, right. I'll start. Uh, <laughs> so should I re-roll my character now, or? You I mean, know, I, am. I I did just make a table in roll twenty for if your <laughs> pilot table. goes down and out. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's good to have a death table ready, and sometimes backup characters. So, yeah, yeah. shrugs at computer screen. <laughs> um, 
Everyone right. has a twin sister. <laughs> e- Eveline. <laughs> Astro Jamin's former co-star. Blasto <laughs> Jamin. All right. It's just a stunt oh, man, double. Yeah. Like oh, a- God. <laughs> yeah. We get Astro's stunt double. That would be the I best. I actually would love that if he showed up at some point. Oh, God. <laughs> I've been living in this man's shadow all my life. It's my turn to the spotlight. Now I'm here to prove that I was always the superior risk taker. <laughs> oh, right. I think I think unfortunately, canonically, we can't do that because canonically, the reason Astro is able to do what he does is because he does, he does his all stunts. his own stunts. Yeah, it's like Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's uh. the thing crap you're right it still probably has a stunt double though for like minor things he, well that's the, more like a face double right yeah, he, has, yeah exactly. he has he has a body double who can like be on sound stages for him to block for him when they yeah. don't need like an actual close-up or action scene of you exactly no yeah. we don't need to get astro out of his trailer we just need like a view from a skyline that shows that he's on the street it's just an establishing shot you know yeah, yeah. but the big set pieces you know yeah astro does it all all right well thank you for joining us and we will see what kind of fireworks start going off next session bye-bye all right see you later bye, yep. bye. <laughs>